This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. And uh, gentlemen and internet today, because you are definitely listening to this <laughs> fucking uh, guest, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> it's true, though. Uh, his name is Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. I was waiting for your intro. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. We, we've had our suspicions in the past about internet today. Uh, <laughs> doing all the same Double stuff confirmed. as us. <laughs> But when the Don't day after, confirm. what was it, two days after we do a story about an old burger and then they pick up an old burger story that, like, nobody's talking about? Come on now. Yep. Yep. We, we love you. We, we don't mind that you steal from us. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great if you added our, our po- just plugged our podcast in there as well if you're going to do that. Yeah. Though. That would get us yeah. a lot of listeners. So, so thank, thank you, Internet Today, for listening. At least we know we, we have some listeners. But yeah, it's, it's, it's almost a little creepy. It's almost a little creepy. Like, two fucking days after they came out with the same story that we covered. And they've, it's not even the first time. Uh, way in the past, I remember it happening uh, one other time as well. So, yeah, I, right. honestly, they, they're fairly big channel they probably have interns and i bet they just have one yes. intern that his whole job is to listen to just obscure podcasts and obscure you- youtube <laughs> channels and you try to find content mm-hmm. i bet they have a guy that just does that so i wouldn't be surprised uh, i doubt it's the two main guys listening to the show it's probably some intern uh so, i love those guys though right hi uh, hi yeah, daniel yeah. the intern is what we should say yeah so hello daniel the intern <laughs> I, I I think that's uh, true. Hey, uh, share the podcast if you like it. Uh, share it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, WhatsApp, uh, TikTok. Don't share it on TikTok. Uh, China, China will get us. <laughs> China will get us. Hey, look, guess what? Uh, it's the second uh, Christmas soda review. Tell Christmas the listeners, soda. what are we doing? We're going to do another Norwegian Christmas soda review. Norway has a Christmas soda competition every year. We do this every year. Fro checks out as many of the Christmas sodas as he can. Where is this one from, Fro? This is Coca-Cola's uh, Christmas soda, look. So it's not based out of a, a specific place. It's it's just Coca Cola. 
the Coca-Cola factory. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. It's the Coca-Cola factory's version of uh, the Christmas soda. Uh, one and a half liter again, by the way. A lot of uh, fizz in it. Okay. Let's open. Okay, let's smell. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's, that, that smells like rotten, rotten raspberries. Holy fuck, that smells awful. Okay. Rotten mm-hmm. raspberries. Hmm. Yes. You, you remember when, when I said every Christmas soda in, in, in Norway is supposed to, to taste like raspberries? So, here we go. Mm. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <coughs> it doesn't taste any better, I'm guessing? I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to drink this. Holy fuck, that tastes awful. Oh, mm. There is... Okay, here's my biggest two problems of this. Okay. There is too, too much carbonation in this. And I like carbonation. Okay. Like, uh, I mean... I, I like... From the sound, it right. sounded less carbonated than the last one. But maybe it was just a right. farther away from the mic or something. Right. But it, this has too much carbonation. It's almost like when I drink it, it gets up my nose. Do you understand what I mean? Right. Tick, it, it, tickle, like it tickles it, your it, nose, right. Yes. Yes, it tickles my nose. And uh, that, that is my first problem. The other problem is that the raspberry taste of this is... Uh, to say it mildly, it tastes a little like if you have had raspberries in the fridge and left it out on the counter for three days and put it in the soda. <laughs> that, is, that is more or less like a little like uh, it's it's not supposed to make soda out of this raspberries kind of taste. Right, okay. It's like a little like under uh, they are a little too overdone. <laughs> it tastes a little ro- almost rotten. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I'm guessing this is not going to get yeah. a great score. But what are you going to give this out of ten from? Um. Oh, uh, I took another. Uh, I think that's my last. Um. I give it a two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. Coca-Cola. Mm. Just get out of the Norwegian soda game, Christmas soda game. I think you're... This, this is... Yeah, this is actually the first time I have tried Coca-Cola Christmas soda. They didn't even come uh, on my shelves uh, last year. Yeah, so next ne- next week we will do Christian Sand uh, Christmas soda. Okay. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Is that like okay, a co- coastal place or something? I'm guessing. Christian Sand. Yeah, yeah it's one of the biggest uh, towns in Norway. It sounds I think co- it's, coastal uh, by the sound part, right? Yeah, it's in the south of of. Uh, it's uh, where our biggest animal park is, actually. Oh, cool. Uh, where where you can see giraffes and things like that. Right. I love that place because I love giraffes. 
Uh, a very little known secret that isn't really a secret if you listen to this show uh, for a long time. I love giraffes. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't really know to go from giraffes to Jeffrey Epstein. It's like <laughs> going from ice to... <laughs> well, I, I would I would start with this lady uh, uh, and how she stuck her neck out. Fro. That's how I see it. Ah, <laughs> there, yeah. Because there's this lady uh, that maybe took her neck out. Actually, Bianco. Uh, yeah. Tell me about her and why she denies she leaked some reports. Right. We talked about this video from uh, Project Veritas uh, of Amy Robach talking on a hot mic during. Uh, a break at an ABC News thing talking about Jeffrey Epstein. We talked about it last week. There's a follow-up because apparently this lady, Ashley Bianca, Bianco, uh, a staffer fired at CBS News. So, l l l l l wait, what? <laughs> this lady at ABC News, bro, right? Mm -hmm. She said something and a lady at CBS News gets fired. After, gets fired, yeah. After a determination, she had access to ABC News footage while employed there that was later leaked. So the, ABC is saying this lady at CBS leaked the footage, and so CBS fired her. Right. Uh, which gave an exclusive... Uh, she gave an exclusive interview to Megyn Kelly, saying she never leaked the clip. Uh, the full interview is hosted on Kelly's brand new Instagram and YouTube accounts. Wow, that yeah, Megyn Kelly really fell that? off. <laughs> yeah, why, why is that... Uh, <clears throat> Mm -hmm. Remember how many millions of dollars she got paid to go to NBC and was, like, fired in a month or something? <laughs> and now she's on Instagram. Uh, in, in it, uh, Bianca just, said... Just, yeah, just, just for listener that doesn't know, she got fired because she said wearing blackface was okay. But anyway, so... Right, but on Fox she also yeah. said that, uh, what, uh, Santa could only be white, I think was the thing she said. Um... Right. <laughs> Bianco said she's a racist. Because, right, because Santa's real. Um, uh, Bianco says she accessed that the clip that never distributed or intended to hurt ABC News. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I killed Fro. Uh, it's just a matter of fact. You said it like yeah, because Santa's real. <laughs> Uh, sorry. Right, so it says she uh, had, she had access to it, but she never she never dubbed it or never took it, or and she ne didn't give it to Project Veritas. Is what she is saying. ABC and CBS are saying they don't believe her, and that's why CBS fired her. Um, right. What I was to understand is we were kind of confused where this clip came from because it was like off the air, but apparently they do film occasionally off air to try to get like, um, candid clips of their news anchors so they can use them for commercials. Right. So it kind yeah. of, or like promos and things like that. So that's why this was being filmed is what they're saying. Uh, and, uh, and then the guy from project Veritas tweeted out on Tuesday, breaking, uh, this lady was caught on mic, right? Uh, oh, right. Bianco said, "I'm sorry to ABC, but the leaker is still inside." So she's saying, 
the leaker is still working for ABC and that she's not the she didn't leak it. So what do you think? Uh, I think if I was the leaker, I would probably deny it. So I don't really know if I believe her or not. If they have gone through a process where they have eliminated everybody else and they found that she's the only one that had the opportunity to do it, I mean... I don't see that. We never, I mean, I don't see it. I, I don't have any proof of that. I just... It just says... I, I, I mean, either. Me neither. Right. I'm just saying that uh, I don't have uh, any proof that she's the leaker, but I don't have any proof that she's not, other than she's denying it. Uh, yeah, I, I think we should point out that the whole thing about this is that uh, ABC is being accused of killing a story because the royal family told them to, right? Right. Shouldn't it be a bigger deal that they're firing a lady who leaked some stuff, especially right now when this whistleblower yeah. thing is such a big deal and how we're supposed to protect whistleblowers? But this lady, yep. uh, if, if she really did do it, was a whistleblower, right? But... Her getting yeah. fired doesn't seem to be getting any backlash from anybody, right? It's... I watched, uh, yeah, no, I watched some impeachment uh, photos today, or, or the live feeds from the impeachment of of Trump thing, uh, and they asked to talk, and the, the Republicans like, I we want to interview the whistleblower, make sure he comes here and testifies. Yeah, because that is definitely going to happen. I don't understand why he can't testify, though. He doesn't have to be there. Why can't they just have, like, him silhouetted, or her, I guess it could be a her, him or her silhouetted on Skype and still being interviewed? Like, you wouldn't see the person, but they could, you could, uh, you know, uh, change, do a voice change and have them be on, like, online and interview them, but not have them be seen. See what I'm saying? You can still interview the person, uh, in oh. my opinion. I, I I think it is kind of silly that I, the main witness, the main evidence can't be interviewed in a trial. I have the perfect idea for this. Uh, you do it, and then you have a Muppet there. Like, you take one of the Muppets. <laughs> okay, like the news anchor Muppet from Sesame Street? Right. Right, and yes. he's talking? I'm he's fine with that. Talking. Yeah, I would like to see that. <laughs> Uh, do you know who really, really, really likes protesters? Uh, well, not Donald Trump or China. No, because Hong Kong the police shot protesters and set the man on fire. Tell me about this. In a day of violence in which one person was shot and another set on fire, Hong Kong's leader pledged Monday to spare no effort in the in halting the anti-government protests that have wrecked the city uh, for more than five months now. Uh, I do not want to go into details, but I just want to make it very clear that I will spare no effort in finding ways and means that could end the violence in Hong Kong as soon as possible, uh, Lam said. Uh, he also refused to accept the protesters' demands for political concessions. If there is still a wishful thinking that by escalating violence... The Hong Kong government will yield to pressure to satisfy the so-called political demands. I'm making this statement loud and clear. That will not happen. Hmm. 
the f violence is likely further to inflame pa passions in Ho Hong Kong after uni uh, a, a university student fell from a parking garage during an early protest Friday and succumbed to his injuries. Police arrested six pro-democracy lawmakers over the weekend and with charges of obstruction uh, of a May 11th meeting. So they're, the Chinese are they're just arresting politicians who are pro- uh, the protests, even. I mean, China kidnapped uh, the child that was going to be the real Dalai Lama and replaced him with a fake new Dalai Lama. So, I mean, China is is uh, not a very good country. I mean, if 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 anybody is in doubt of that, I don't think it, many people were in doubt of that. Um, yeah, right. So one person was shot, and then one person was set on fire this week. I mean, it, the violence is escalating, and it's the government's saying it's on the protesters' side, but it seems to me that it's on both sides. The the cops are pushing it further and further as days go goes on. Mm. Do you know what else is on fire? Uh, no. My predictions lately. <laughs> what, what is it? Nigel, Nigel Farage really, 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 really doesn't like me. I have not done anything personal to this guy whatsoever. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why does Nigel Farage like me? Look, I I only want to be his friend. But yeah, it came out this week that the uh, Brexit party will not stand where Tory stands. So they will not compete against Tories. Uh, the, the decision that has made me roll my eyes. So Nigel Farage has ditched plans to take on the Tories in more than, and listen to this, 300 seats after that he said that uh, Boris Johnson shift of position on Brexit. The Brexit party leader has uh, had planned to run candidates in 600 seats, so they have now lost 300 seats uh, after Mr. Johnson rejected his offer to uh, of a leave alliance to deliver Brexit. But he has been under pressure to not split the pro-Brexit vote. The party will not stand in 317 seats won by the Tories in 2017, but will continue to stand elsewhere. So that's over half of the fucking Brexit party. Right, but they made a deal with the Tories saying, if you do what we... If we, if we work together, then I'll leave your guy, your Tory seats that you already have alone. I'm only going to run in places that are, are you know, labor or uh, right. liberal or something else. They're, they're, he's still going to run people in places that aren't Tory oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, controlled already. Right. But where where they, they don't see... Uh, he will not run in it where, where he sees that they will probably win. I mean, I, I understand this, this strategy, but... I mean, if I was a leader of a party that really wanted power, 
I, first and foremost, I would not say that I'm not running as an MP. And second of all, I wouldn't make it harder to fucking vote on my party. Uh, I mean, this is just a concerted effort to battle Corbin because both, like, they they may disagree on things. The Tories and and the well Johnson and uh, Farage specifically, but the Tories and right. the Brexit Party might disagree on things. Things, but one thing they do agree on is they're terrified of Jeremy Corbyn becoming prime minister. <laughs> they both agree on that. That's uh, true. Uh, who else is? Uh... The, uh, in the politics uh, lately. Oh, Bloomberg again! Didn't we talk about this like six months ago? <laughs> Did we? I think that we, we said there were some rumors that he would... Uh, I don't even remember. Uh, I don't even remember that, to be honest, but it's possible. Uh, US election 2020, Michael Bloomberg joins the race for the White House, which is only halfway true, to be honest. That title's a little misleading. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Billionaire former New York City mayor Michael Bloomberg has signaled billionaire. Another, we need another billionaire in the race, Fro. That's definitely what people oh, want to vote for. Yeah. Uh, to secure the Democratic Party nomination for the U.S. president, he has filed paperwork ahead of the deadline in the Democratic election in Alabama. The move. This move is necessary to uh, a necessary step to join the race to be the party's candidate. Uh, Bloomberg, uh, 77 years old, has not formally confirmed his candidacy, though. However, his spokesman, J Jason Schechter, uh, told U.S. media in and the announcement could come as early as next week, meaning this week. I've not seen anything about it so far, but uh, no. I guess it'll happen on Friday if, it's, if it is going to happen. Uh, he will be entering a crowded field as one of 17 candidates hoping to be chosen as the Democratic nominee. Uh, mm -hmm. Right. A billionaire. That's, that, that's what we need. We need one more candidate, and we definitely need him to be a billionaire. That's two things we definitely need in the Democratic running. A, a billionaire who a few years ago, was literally a Republican. Like, we, remember we were talking about Blue Dog Democrats <laughs> last week and how they pretend to be Democrats? Yeah. This yeah. guy was literally a, a Republican a few years ago. And uh, when he was a mayor of New York, uh, he was he promoted stop and frisk, which was, like, basically the most right. racist police policy you could possibly ever have. Um, yeah, they're running... They want to run this guy because, obviously, Joe Biden's falling off. Uh, Bloomberg himself has said the reason he wants to run is because he doesn't think uh, that the other candidates in the race... Uh, let me find the actual... Uh, it was said, but Mike is increasingly concerned that the current field of Democratic candidates is not well positioned to, to do that, meaning to de de defeat Dr Donald Trump. So he's entering because he thinks the 17 other candidates, none of them has a chance to beat Donald Trump. But if you look at the poll numbers, at least five of them are way above Donald Trump in the poll numbers as far as if they're going to beat him in a general election. Mm. So that's not a reason then to they, get in. The, well, according to a YouTuber I watched this week, uh, no, no Democrat will win. So it doesn't matter who runs. Because look at them. That was his argument. 
That's a good re- yeah. Because look at, yeah. at at them in their faces, right? <laughs> that was wasn't that his whole fucking argument? <laughs> well, I mean, I know. I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, we're not going to plug the guy here, but I mean, no. Uh, what it, what is YouTube is terrible. I mean, it's interesting because if you if you like to see what the other side's thinking, especially from the far right side, to see what they're well, maybe not far right, but kind of like uh, you know, f- min- f- way further than centrist uh, to the right, um, which he would say is not. But I I think people uh, people see this guy getting in, especially Bernie Sanders supporters and they and Elizabeth Warren supporters, and they see him getting in as him not wanting Bernie Sanders or Warren to be president. I, if Biden was not falling off, I don't think this guy would be considering getting in the race. What do you... What, do you think that's no, conspiracy, no. as I, they say? No, I, I totally agree with you. And I think that's what he means by it, he's increasingly concerned that the current field of Democratic candidates is not well positioned to do that. I think what he's saying is, I don't want Bernie Sanders to win. <laughs> <laughs> That is definitely what And I saying. will put but billions so- of dollars in to try to get make sure Bernie Sanders doesn't win. I think this guy probably would rather have Donald Trump win than uh, an Elizabeth Warren or a Bernie Sanders. I totally agree with that. Uh, but uh, talking about the election, there was an election last week that we didn't really cover because it's very local and uh, it doesn't really have super... Uh, well, it hadn't happened yet. People had voted, but no, no results had happened last week, number one. Right. And uh, at least for me, it wasn't anything super interesting in, in my state or in, in my county that I was voting for, so I, d- I didn't really have anything to talk about. But now that the election results have come out for this U.S. election, uh, Seattle had something really interesting that happened. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to say her name. Her name is Kasama Sawant. That's pretty close. Uh, yeah. I think I think the SH is basically silent, so it's Kama Sawant. Okay. Or yeah, Kashama uh, Sawant. I think maybe it is Kashama Sawant. Kashama Sawant seems to have beaten uh, Amazon-backed Agent Orion. That's also a very cool name, by the way. In the console race, the spice. Vast financial effort from the tech giant, uh, a blow to Amazon, the socialist candidate, uh, appeared on Saturday to have beaten the business-backed Agent Orion for a seat on <laughs> Seattle. It's <laughs> unlike you said Agent Orange. <laughs> Maybe I did. <laughs> uh, and that's what we call Trump. Agent, Agent Orange. Or, right, that's or a good one. Orange. Yeah, yeah. And uh, despite the uh, unprecedented uh, financial effort from the tech giant, Amazon ha- is headquartered in the city. It plunged 1.5 million into the city council election. Jesus Christ! Into a city council state. election? That's nuts. It, it's nuts. Through a political action committee sponsored by the Seattle Metropolitan Chambers of Commerce. C- Civic Alliance for the Sound Economic dispensed about uh, 440,000 in support of uh, Orion 
and backed six other candidates considered business-friendly in 2015. According to the New York Times, Amazon and its employees only contributed about 130000 to the city uh, uh, candidates. So that's an increase of more than $400,000. I wonder why. Oh, no. Uh, uh, so what... The- so Amazon and its employees contributed about one hundred and thirty thousand to city council candidates. This that was in two thousand fifteen. This year, yeah. Amazon plowed one point five million. Mm. So mm-hmm. it's one point four plus million more than right. two thousand fifteen. Yeah. What you're looking at is the Civic Alliance for Sound Economy, which yeah. also gave so- this guy Eden. Egan Orion, I think is what it is actually, which is the most Northwest, like Seattle sounding name I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> and they, so not only did Amazon give him 1.5 million, uh, this Civic Alliance for Sound Economy gave him another almost half million. So this guy actually had more like $2 million to go against Kama Sawant and still lost. <laughs> yeah, and she's a member of the Socialist Alternative Party, a former tech worker, was elected six years ago in the first socialist on Seattle Council in almost 100 years. On election night, she trailed Orion by 8%, but uh, the ballots were counted. Uh, she cl- uh, closed the gap, and Friday evening, with the worst majority of the ballots counted, she was up by almost 4%, uh, or about 1,500 votes. We were up against Goliath. There were not questions about that, uh, she told The Guardian. When the billionaires have all the money and the power, the political clout on their side, it's quite an adversary to go up against. So, yeah, I mean, this is a big... Yeah. I mean, it is Seattle, so it's a very progressive place. Uh, the other guy said Ew. he was a progressive, but this lady said she was a socialist. She won. Uh, go and check her out on YouTube. Look up her just her, her name on YouTube, and you'll find... She's got some really good stuff on YouTube as far as rants and stuff. I've seen her on the Jimmy Dore show. I've seen her on the Young Turks. I've seen her uh, on a whole bunch of different online news shows. Uh, so I've heard of this lady in the past, and I'm totally in support of kind of what she believes in. Um, so, yeah. Talking about women I like, uh, Tulsi Gabbard I like a lot. Uh, Gabbard's lawyers demand uh, retractions of Clinton's defamation. Defamation. What is this? Defamation. defamation. Right. Defamation is like... Uh, Saying, uh, I, I could say, Fro is a huge poopy pants and he he uh, loves to eat uh, turds. That would be defamation on you, right? Yeah, other than that is true. <laughs> that's, that's all. No, it could still be defamation <laughs> even if it's true, I guess. But oh, oh. lawyers Oops. representing Tulsi Gabbard on Monday called on Hillary Clinton to retract her comments that, alleging that the 2020 presidential candidate was fa- was the favorite of the Russians, accusing the 2016 Democratic nominee of defamation. Gabbard's lawyers said, your statement is defamatory and we demand that you retract it immediately. They wrote in a letter uh, to Clinton verbally that Clinton re- verbally retract the comments and post a retraction on Twitter. 
Clinton's spokesman mm. denied uh, to comment, of course. Uh, Clinton made the remarks last month on Campaign HQ podcast, which we listened to. I'll repeat it again. She's a favorite of the Russians. They have a bunch of sites and bots and other ways of supporting her so far, Clinton said, without referring to her by name. Clinton also said they are grooming Tulsi Gabbard as a third-party candidate. Uh, a Clinton spokesman later said the former Se Secretary of State had been referring to Republicans grooming the, uh, with the grooming comment. Which we know is not true, because she also referred to Jill Stein as a Russian asset. We covered this, what, last week? Something like that, yeah, or the week before. Uh, or even both, because I want to say we've covered it a few weeks in a row now. Um... And, and so now uh, her lawyer, uh, Gabbard's lawyers are demanding some kind of retraction. I'm guessing since lawyers are getting involved, if there isn't some kind of retraction, there could be a lawsuit, a defamation lawsuit. Good on her. I'd be terrified to go up against the Clinton machine with, with lawyers. Jeez. Yeah, but good on. Yeah, but good on her. Yeah, she's brave. Even more, even more respect for that woman. I love that woman. One thing I didn't mention oh. about Seattle real quick, I just thought of this just yeah. now. Um, I was just looking at our list, and I'm like, oh, Bloomberg and then uh, Amazon. I was just thinking, Bloomberg getting in because he has all this money, and that's why a lot of people think he can mm -hmm. win, because he's got $52 billion, apparently, so he's super rich, and so people think he can buy TV ads and stuff, and it'll make him win. How'd that work out for uh, Amazon? Didn't work out all that great, <laughs> did it? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true. Hey, I can see in the future, and uh, in the future of this podcast, we will talk uh, to Bill about Disney Plus. Uh, but uh, Disney, uh, yeah, uh, they throw themselves into the boomer discussion this week. Uh, what did they say about it? Not really. This isn't Disney. This is Disney heiress. So this was a... Well, Somebody who is in the Disney family, so I don't. I'm not even sure if she's still involved with the company. I just know she has. She's a multimillionaire from like the Fortune Disney, uh, from the Disney Fortune, right? Right. So her name is Abigail Disney, obviously. <laughs> uh, the millionaire millionaire heiress of the Disney Fortune offered a scathing rebuke on of baby boomers on Sunday, criticizing their attitudes towards the younger generation and telling them to sit the fuck down and let the kids drive. Mm -hmm. The 59-year-old granddaughter of Roy Disney, who uh, co-founded you know, the Walt Disney Company with Walt Disney, mm -hmm. uh, she took aim at the, gender, uh, the generation offended by the phrase, OK, Boomer. Uh, this is what she said in a tweet. What the hell is wrong with you slash us boomers? When did you get so easily triggered? Face up to the fact that the world is changing fast, but you are not. You are old. You are not You are not irrelevant yet, but you are less relevant every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like her. I'm, I'm definitely going to marry her if she's not married. One, she's uh, old, and two, she has a lot of money, so... Yeah, she's Definitely. not really that old yet, no. Yeah. She also slammed Bambi Booner's attitudes towards millennials who are less f uh, financially stable than the previous generations. Remind you, this lady's a multimillionaire, and she's sla slamming people for getting on the backs of people, on millennials for not having enough money. Uh, she says, more often... 
The more often you object to millennials understandable resentment towards the generation that has selfishly poisoned their water, blown past every climate warning so they could drive their stupid hummers and look away for uh, look away or worse for sexual, racial and economic injustice, the more you prove their point that you just don't understand anything of value to them. Uh, look, these kids are facing down a rising tide, literally, of changes that threaten everything you and I taught them to hold dear. How about you guys sit the fuck down and let the kids drive? In conclusion, she said, <laughs> get over the idea that all things pass, you are old, and you need to let the let history do what history does and move on. Roasted! <laughs> Roasted! No, I like this woman. I've heard her in the past. She is a, she is very outspoken on uh, being against billionaires as well. Nice. How cool would it be to be called Fro Distant? I mean, that would be such a cool name. I wonder if that is a protected last name. In Norway, we have some laws uh, about last names. And uh, uh, especially there's uh, this uh, very, very, like, rich family. You have, t if there's less than eight people or something like that, that has uh, the last name you, you want, you have to ask all eight of them to have it, uh, have their last name. I wonder if the the same it's the same thing, or if I could call myself Fro Disney. I think you'd have to marry her, but um, you, you could probably change your name. To, I don't know. In America, we don't have laws like that, so it's probably possible. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it's uh, this next thing is just extremely weird. Because we 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 are going to talk about this killer that claims his life sentence is served because he briefly died. Right. Uh, court paper in the U.S. has uh, a court in the U.S. has refused to re release a convict who argued that he had completed his life se sentence when he briefly died. Uh, Benjamin Schreiber was sentenced to life without parole in Iowa for bludgeoning a man to death. He said his sentence ended when his heart stopped during a medical emergency four years ago, even though he was revived. But judges said Schreiber's bid was uh, unpersuasive. <laughs> they said that he was unlikely to be dead as he had signed his own legal documents in the case. In 2015, he developed <laughs> septic poisoning as a result of kidney stones, he had to be resuscitated by doctors in the hospital, but fully recovered. Uh, Schreiber's claim filed last year, has he has said that he had been resuscitated against his will, and that his brief death meant that his life sentence had technically ended. <laughs> I mean, it's, kind of, it's, a cle it's clever. You gotta give it to him, it's clever. Yeah. Uh, the it district court ruled little, against him. Yeah. It reminds me a little of how they found out if uh, women were witches during the the Salem uh, trials, where they throw them in in the the ocean or or the lake, and if they they floated, uh, they were witches. But if they sunk, they were they were not. 
<laughs> I mean, there and used to be laws that. here in America for um, uh, execution. It was like if you or right. if they tried to execute you a certain number of times, uh, it would just be canceled because they would consider it an act of God that God just didn't want you to die, right? So it was like right. that. It was like if they tried to execute you, I think it was three times, and every time the rope broke or something happened and the trap door didn't work or whatever, uh, they'd be like, all right. Just let him go. God doesn't want him to die. <laughs> I mean, those are the kind of old weird things. It makes me think of another thing is here in America, we have things like multiple life sentences where you can have like, yeah. you know, 10 life, uh, 10 life sentences. Yeah. So like if you get, if this did pass where this guy got out, then the people who have like, uh, you know, f four life sentences, do the, if they get resuscitated four times, see what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it says here, the court uh, added his sentence would not end up, uh, would not end until a me medical examiner actually formally declared him dead. So that never happened. So that was the ruling. Still an interesting story, though. So, so here, here's the question: If you bribe a coroner to <laughs> write a report that you're dead, does that count? <laughs> I don't know. Ask, ask does, Jeffrey does Epstein, I guess. But um. Yeah, because yeah, but <laughs> Hey, look, uh, I have not seen this video. I, I All I read was MIT testing new uh, nine new mini cheetahs. And last time I looked up a cheetah, that's a small tiger-like Right, but these, are, thing, right? these are robot cheetahs. All right. Oh, okay. So I was like, are we going to watch some animals? <laughs> uh, kind of, I guess. I don't know. Let's check it out. Uh, oops, I just hit my mic. Uh, go ahead and give you me... You got the animal. <laughs> go ahead and give me a countdown whenever you're ready. That's a reference. Nobody else but Jeremy and Bill will understand. Okay, in three, two, one, go. Oh, nice. There's little robots walking across a obviously looks like a campus it says Un Ma massachusetts institute of technology so obviously this is right out in front of mit and they are so blessed that they didn't even watch the fucking robot yeah there's all these students in the background that don't seem to give a crap now the robots are playing soccer or football soccer they're really bad at soccer i gotta tell you yeah, this is like the Norwegian national team in, in soccer. Now they're like doing push-ups or something? Oh. One of them got knocked over. Oh, but it stood back up. Is they is still playing soccer better than the national team is? <laughs> Norway. It's kind of a dribble. It's kind of a robot dribble. Oh my god. Now they are doing push-ups. Now they're doing the Macarena. Oh, but they're all in sync. It's like they're all working together. Hey, Macarena. Whoa, and they jumped. Doing backflips. Back yeah. Yeah. Front flip. And front flip. Wow. Are you scared by watching this? Does this creep you out? <laughs> They're gonna be at your door in like 20 years, uh, serving you like court papers. 
That one just backflipped on top of the other one. <laughs> and landed on top of a second one. If you want to see this video, you're going to link it on our Twitter, aren't you? Sure, but it's on Biominetics MIT YouTube page. If you just look up testing nine mini cheetahs. Oh, we got some slow-mo. Oh. They're in... They're in leaves, doing backflips, and uh... And playing football. That looks like me jerking off. <laughs> one there. I like the one where they're buried in the leaves and do they do the backflip out of it in slow motion. That was pretty cool. Right. I think that's cool. Yeah. That's cool and terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really scared. I'm not sure I'm scared about that. Hey, uh... Tron was going to tell the truth this week, but uh, somehow uh, he has gotten too much rain, uh, and the audio was so incredibly bad that we can't really send it. It, so it was on his cell phone, and I think he was outside, and so it was just un unlistenable. So uh, hopefully he'll be back next week. He sent one in, but it just the audio quality was not up to par, so... We have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Facebook group. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. We have a Twitter. 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 Twitter account. It's at podcast ADC on Twitter. That's at podcast ADC on Twitter. We are a proud member of Pod All The Time Network, including very cool other uh, podcasts that you should check out. Any messages from anybody on anything? Uh, Jeremy sent us something on the Facebook. If you want to post right underneath just whatever this show or... Uh, when we post it, just post underneath it, and we'll respond to that. Uh, he says, yep. referring to one of the news stories last week, from Five Stitches inspecting her kid's candy. Have you ever accidentally ran your finger across a, a razor blade and had anything worse than a paper cut? What was this woman doing? <laughs> crushing the bars between her fingers and then rubbing them between her hands while viciously cackling at her disappointed children's faces? <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> we didn't even think of that last week. It's a very good point. <laughs> uh, and he also like, says, <laughs> "You want candy? Right. <laughs> You're so candy and with blood on it." <laughs> it's like the horrible Jimmy Kimmel thing from two years ago or last year, where they fake yeah. fake yeah. Uh, eating all your kids' candy. Right? Terrible. Oh, uh, oh and he also says. You would know how to pronounce Cynthia Erivo if you paid attention to Broadway, you jerk. And then he's got, like, a winking, you know, sarcastic emoji to let us know he's being sarcastic. I looked her, I mean, I guess she's from Harriet, but I, I, I didn't know. Right. Sorry. Sorry. More bad. Yeah, we are super bad. Hey, talking about something that is not super bad. The soup is coming back! That's what I'm hearing. Uh, I have mixed feelings, but let's see. Uh, after a four-year break, the soup is coming back to e, e. 
announced tonight during its telecast of the People's Choice Awards, the signature franchise will return with actress-comedian Jade Catapretta as host. Never, ever heard about this girl in my entire life. Right. I, uh, of course, The Soup was uh, previously Joel McHale, Joel McHale, and then they yeah. did that show Talk Soup? Or no, yeah, before that it was Talk Soup with Greg Kinnear and, uh, and uh, two other people. Uh, Aisha? I just remember Aisha. That was the only other... I think there was one other host besides that. And then after that, there was the Netflix Netflix kind of soup reboot with Joel McHale that wasn't the soup, remember? I don't remember what that exactly was called. I think it was called The, the Show with John McHale or something, The John McHale the Joel, Show or something. Yeah, I think it was called The Joel McHale Show with Joel McHale. Yeah, I think that was what it was called. Mm-hmm. We're probably totally wrong, but... Yeah, this this lady is now going to bring back the soup. I've never seen anything she's done. I have no clue who she is. is. Uh, yeah. yeah, I really don't know. Have you ever heard of her? Nope. Okay, well, I'm going to Google her uh, and see what we get. Uh, a lot of I see comedy special, like Laugh Factory stuff from YouTube. Uh, yeah. Future Man. Oh, Californication. You remember that TV show? Oh, yeah, I like that. She was apparently in that. So she's been in a couple of TV shows, a couple of movies, it looks like. that Nothing really big, nothing very recent. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, hopefully it'll be good. I love the soup, and hopefully this lady's funny. I just have mixed yeah. feelings because I have no concept of how well this specific host is going to do. But if you remember the end of the soup on E! last time, you remember the last episode yeah. with the NASCAR, with the the NASCAR episode? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you used- Sorry? That was such a cringy episode, the NASCAR episode. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, but uh, talking about uh, things that uh, we will talk about uh, a little later, uh, HBO, uh, Netflix, and everybody else is uh, looking into looking into making their services more password-protecting. Uh, and uh, they are saying that they're coming for password uh, sheets. That's not incredibly uh, strange. But here, here's where I, I find some problem with it. Uh, half of it, uh, at least. Password resets. Okay, cool. And thumbprints uh, are among the tactics considered. How would that even work? <laughs> Yeah, how the fuck would that work? Because, like, if you have an app on, say, like, a f- Apple or Fire TV that you're using, right. my Fire TV does not have a thumbprint scanner on it, Fro. I don't know about anybody else's <laughs> smart TV out there. but <laughs> So you'd have to, like, get a thumbprint scanner what? sent to you. And then, number two, you would have to give them your thumbprint, which I don't want to do yep. that, right? Uh, nope. But that is only one of the options. So they're saying they're thinking about a whole different number of tactics on which ways to go. Uh, but it does say I mean, if none of these tactics work, uh, pay TV subscribers could someday be required to sign in using into their accounts using thumbprints. Right. Yeah. No. 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 And then no. you're going to need an eyeball scanner, but you know what happens, and if anybody... 
anybody who's seen uh, Demolition Man knows eyeball scanners can be uh, circumvented by just ripping the person's eyeball out and sticking it on a pen. <laughs> yeah. Remember that documentary? Uh, hey, look, have you seen any TV show this week? Uh, yeah, I was going to talk about AEW first. Uh, full Gear. Sure. Uh, what did you think about it? I thought it was fucking amazing. I did too. Uh, I, re- I really like the thing, the shows from start to finish. I It really makes me happy to see that the TV shows are to build up to the pay-per-view where that's where all the big stuff happens, which is what we've lost in yep. WWE, where it's... Yeah. Everything big happens on TV, and then you get a screw, screwy finish at the end of every pay-per-view. Uh, this is the opposite, which is amazing. The one thing everybody is really mad about online is the final match and how brutally violent it was. Which I don't mind. I, lo- I like garbage wrestling, but what did you think? I really, really, really liked the last match. <laughs> I will talk more about it on Friday, but I, I, I think that's Maybe one of the matches. Yeah, I didn't want to go really deep into the match. I just I wanted your yeah. opinion on what you think about because a lot of people are saying in what in 2019 2020 this kind of violence is not needed. It is it's gross and unacceptable. But, and... but I I feel like this this was an unsanctioned match where that was the whole fucking point of the storyline. Right. That uh, uh, that this match I, maybe the barbed wire, asked. the web of barbed wire is the part where people kind of thought they took it over the line. You know, like th- you can do a violent match, but then there's like maybe it went a little too far. I didn't. I liked right. it, but I think some people are looking at it from a perspective where they're more concerned about the performers' well-being and that they're going to be doing something right. safe and not hurting themselves so that they can see them in the future. Um, to me, it's kind of like these guys chose to do this match. This is what they wanted to do. Nobody forced them into doing this kind of match. It was their choice. Right. Le- like, I, it, I'm not their mom. But a lot of people out there are being yeah. like, oh, I, d- I don't want to see people get hurt, so I don't like to see this kind of match. I can understand it, but to me, it's like live and let live. Let, if they, if they want to do it and entertain me, I was entertained. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought the whole pay-per-view was amazing, and I thought that was like the duck over the eye. <laughs> I really liked it, and I don't really like bl- bloody matches. I remember when I was watched the Cody uh, against his uh, uh, brother match, uh, how queasy I felt all, all, all the time. But yeah, I, I really, really like this match. Yeah, I mean, the whole pay-per-view, like we, we said, Really good. The women's match, I really thought Riho was going to oh, lose, yeah. and then she didn't. I I yeah. was convinced even was right so up to close. the very last minute that that it was yeah it was over for her. But yeah, really good match there too because of such a surprise. Anything you saw? Um, yeah, TV uh, this week. Yes, uh, in search of uh, things because it's a little quiet now. Uh, he said very like funny enough. Because he tries to watch every fucking thing on TV, uh, but uh, I I was looking for uh, something that I have looked uh, into before called corner gas. I love corner gas. You you were the one that sold it to me. 
But I found out this week they have an animated show, two seasons of it uh, as well. Right, yeah. And uh, this was after one of the main characters was dead, but it was a very smart, clever way of continuing. Right, uh, dead in real life. Not dead in in the show. That could have been confusing the way you phrased it. Right. Right. So, yeah, uh, I watched uh, two seasons of Corner Gas animated show from whatever it was, and I I really, really liked it. I would give both of it uh, eight and a half. Right. I want to say, well, it came before the animated um, Trailer Park Boys thing, and they're both Canadian, so I want to say... Trailer Park Boys kind of stole the idea from them, to be honest, mm. uh, to make an animated version. Uh, but I really, I mean, like you said, I turned you on to Corner Gas. It's and it's one of the highest rated sitcoms uh, in Canada of all time. It was one of the most beloved shows ever. Uh, and the cartoon, the comedy stylings are very similar and very. Uh, if you like one, you're gonna like the other. Uh, I saw Green Eggs and Ham, bro. Yeah, good. I saw this as well. I saw three episodes. On Netflix, I saw... I think I saw three as well. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've kind of enjoyed it. Uh, I like the voice yeah. actors. I like Adam Devine in his character. I like... Uh, is it yeah. Richard Gere? Who is that? Mm-hmm. Plays the main guy? Uh, and all yeah. the jokes are even funny for somebody my age, of like mid-30s age. I, I laughed at a bunch of the jokes in there. And I feel like yeah. during the Christmas holiday or... During uh, Thanksgiving, if you're hanging out with your family and there's a bunch of little kids around, this can, this is something mm-hmm. that the adults can laugh at and the kids can enjoy a- at the same time. I totally agree, and the animation style was very cutesy, woodsy. I, I, I thought the animation was really good in this as well. And I love the narrator, especially the in the was it the first or se- first or second episode where the narrator. The lady has the invention. It was the first episode where she has the narrator uh, volume control. That right. was very yeah, funny. That was funny. So that's yeah. like a joke that the the adults can enjoy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, the the animation style looks like Dr. Seuss. Uh, I was happy about that. And yeah. the narrator does all the rhyming like Dr. Seuss. A lot of it is rhyme, like the the rhyme style uh, style of Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Overall, as far as a kids show, I'm gonna give it an eight. I would give it an 8 as well. How many episodes are there? Sorry, you broke up a little? How many episodes are there? Oh, I don't even know. Probably 10 is my guess. Mm. Yeah. Uh, What else did I watch? I did not watch uh, that many things. Uh, Did not watch... Oh, the first uh, episode of Season 4 of Rick and Morty, of course. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Rick and Morty is back. I need to get fully up to date on that then. Maybe I'll do that this week so I can watch the first episode and talk about what I thought next week. But is it still good? Uh, yeah, I really like this episode. Um, I, I Yeah. Other than that, I, I've kept up with things like uh, Bluff City, Protocol Sun, all, yeah. all the other things. There's so much to keep up on right now that it's hard to watch anything new, but I even found myself in a place earlier this week where I felt overwhelmed, where, like, you have so many choices of what to watch, you just don't watch anything. You know that? Where it's just, like, you get so confused, you're like, oh, just fuck it, I'm gonna watch YouTube. 
I've, I felt that way for like a couple days this week. The only other thing I watched on TV was a Netflix show called Daybreak. Yeah, uh, yeah. I talked about this, yeah. You talked about it last week or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I watched the first two episodes. I'm definitely two episodes and you're out on this. Uh, yeah. Not. I mean, it's. F- I like the f- fun. It's fun in a way, but at the same time, yeah. it feels fake and dumb, and I hate the way he's continuously breaking the fourth wall. Like, I understand that's yeah. the style of it, but it feels... I don't. I, maybe I just don't like the actor <laughs> and his... But when, it, like, I don't mind him when he's acting, contrived. but when he's talking to the camera, I don't like him. And but is, it's very contrived. Very, like, forced. What, the, the breaking the fourth forced. wall? Yeah, it feels forced. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And am, am I wrong here that this guy, the main character, is mini John Zena face? No. Totally. He is. He's got John Zena's face and, I guess, yeah, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Zena's new weird hair as well, but... I was looking at him going, he's like mini John Cena. If they wanted to do a movie about John Cena and have uh, pl- have somebody as him as a kid before steroids, it would be this. I mean, he, allegedly before steroids, it would be this kid. <laughs> okay, are you ready to talk uh, a lot, lot, lot of uh, about Disney Plus with Bell? Let's do it. In the middle of the streaming wars, we are now going to do, go in depth with one of those streaming services, Disney Plus, and one of those subscribers is Bill. Hello, Bill. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. Hey, Bill. Um, let's begin with the beginning. Uh, Luke, what is Disney Plus? Well, it's the new streaming service from Disney, obviously, uh, available on. Everything, Fire, Roku, on your computer, on your cell phone, everything. They have their own app, as I'm to understand. And mm-hmm. they have all this Disney content, as well as, what, Pixar, which Disney owns, Marvel, which Disney owns, Star Wars, which Disney owns, and apparently National Geographic, which I'm sure that's why everybody's signing up for this. Yes, it's definitely for It's the, the Nat Geo yeah. stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the secrets of Christ's tomb. <laughs> Uh, the only thing that I know that uh, is on the national geographic uh, uh, thing that I actually want to see is that uh, uh, new show with that guy from uh, J- J- Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. Right, I do. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of Jeff Goldblum, but if you, I want to point out something, you go to the Disney Plus webpage, which is what Disney Plus Plus spelled out, not the symbol plus dot com. At the very top, they have a banner, and it has different characters from each of their different, uh, what, uh, you know, from Disney, Pixar, Marvel. It's got Moana, uh, the dad from The Incredibles. It's got Iron Man, obviously Marvel. It's got Darth Vader, representing Star Wars, and a panda. <laughs> because, you know, a panda. <laughs> Let's go a little into the interface because uh, just to make it obviously clear, me and Luke has not seen it. Luke because he doesn't care, and me because I live in Norway. So well, Bill we've is seen the only it, one that was... right? We just haven't interacted with it. Bill is the only right. one that's interacted with it, right? So, what was your first impression of uh, the interface? 
I thought when I saw the interface, I thought they presented it so well. It looked so professional. You know, okay. it's as it's as if the service had been up for many years, not a day. And just the way they organized everything, I thought, was very clean. It wasn't all over the place. Mm-hmm. So the main page looked fantastic. Uh, one of my biggest uh, fears going into this was that there, there was going to be a lot of cluster. Uh, one of the things that I like that they have done is like separated it into Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Ge- Geographic. Mm-hmm. Is it very clear when you because you you have posted some some pictures? Is it very clear that the different uh, things that you click has a, a, a clear uh, connection with what you're clicking? That you, when you click Disney, you get only Disney properties, and when you you click uh, click Marvel, you only get Marvel properties. Yeah, it, it it does, and the way they did it, and and I'll use Disney and Marvel as the examples. Like mm. if you click on Disney, they have like live action or originals as one part and then they'll have another part that's like disney channel hit shows and then there'll be another part like uh disney jr and hits from the 90s and they would all be disney related where as you go into marvel they have a section for spider-man like Mm -hmm. they have the all the old cartoons um they have like a lego section for you know marvel related stuff uh same same with um star wars as well so they really they really broke it down into very exact points so like if you wanted to watch um i'll say uh, let's say you wanted to watch star wars lego something from there right you just go down to where it says you know like lego star wars lego okay and mm-hmm. it's right there and you just find what you're looking for so you go into the star wars section and then it has a lego section out like branching off of the star wars section so it's fairly easy to find different sections so is there a section in the star wars for just like the the numbered ones and then a section for like the extra movies as well you know what i'm saying yeah um with or, the movies they're all mixed um, up no, it's actually a little bit interesting because they do have one through eight, but they also had Rogue One in the mix. Mm. So they, I think they're going to do the movies as its own. So they're going to add, you know, when they when Solo comes in, they're going to put Solo in there, and then when Episode right. Nine comes, they're going to put Episode Nine in. But they're not separating the side movies from the main main what I would consider main Star Wars which are the numbered films right right yeah they have not I don't think they're gonna do that I'm seeing something interesting here free free solo is on Disney plus but won an Academy Award f- for Hulu am I am I correct on right. that right last year yes and yes, now yes, it's on here. Uh, well, what I'm seeing from some of the photos, uh, Bill sent us a bunch of photos of the service 
of his, of his TV so we could kind of get an idea of the layout and everything else. One thing I think we skipped the lead on here a little bit is your actual first initial uh, feeling about when you said your first initial feeling about the service. What was the first thing that happened when you tried to get on the service bill? Well, I mean, after I signed, you know, I put in my password and my email, I was actually able to get in. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which surprised me, too. Because I, you know, I read while I was at work that people were having trouble. And I knew that, you know, it was going to happen. And so they were like, oh, if you can't get in, you'll get Mickey and Pluto or Ralph breaking the Internet. <laughs> So I put in, you know, like my email and my password, and I actually got in on the first attempt. Okay, good. Oh. Well, you weren't there. Fun. You were there a few hours after or something like that? Uh, about an hour. Oh, okay, good. I was, I, wanted, I was still cause surprised. Because I, I wanted to see, number one, what they had, and number two, the order that, you know, they had it in. Because with some streaming services, you know, they could just have a bunch of stuff and it could just be put all over the place. And I feel like with Disney, they did a good job being able, you know, after you find, you know, after you pick a certain category, being able to categorize, you know, certain stuff. Like, mm. and I'll give a perfect example. On the main page, if you go down, they have a section of movies based on true stories. And there was, remember, the Titans was there, Secretariat was there. So I was, I was very impressed because that could have been bunched up easily, but they didn't. They separated them into their own little category. Uh, Variety says that Disney Plus services uh, users complain of login problems. Service errors on launch day. I'm I'm not very surprised. I'm a little surprised that Disney was this unprepared when they knew the numbers. Maybe. Yeah, and I want to go back to something that I had told you, Fro. I think like yesterday or the day before, when. WWE Network first started, like that was a complete mess. Like, yeah, but I yeah. I can't we yeah. can't compare those because no, I was thinking no. about this initially. That was like the first streaming service that when it broke, uh, was it was kind of the first of its kind in the sense that it was, uh, streaming service just for one one thing like disney is basically right. this is just disney we have a bunch of these now i mean we had what baseball i guess had one before but nobody nobody was really using it uh, right. very few but people what, but what i meant by was after that first you know that first run it was like okay if i get something again in the near future i should be mentally prepared for the errors that come but when it's Disney and they have billions, trillions of dollars, I expect them to do a little better than WWE oh, God, yeah. years and years ago when we didn't even really know the ins and outs of streaming. Now it's Disney. Right. They should know better, is my in my opinion. Right. <laughs> and uh, uh, 
I'm I'm amazed how many devices they are on. They are on Android, iOS, Ryko, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Android TV, uh, Chromecast, Xbox One, PlayStation Four. Uh, that is pretty uh, uh, broad. Yeah, it's a lot. All right, uh, let's talk about some of the new shows. I think that's probably the next place to go. Yeah, I think I I, I agree. What is new? <laughs> well, that's something that you've never seen before. <laughs> I actually watched one of the new shows last night. Okay. I watched the Imagineers story. Oh yeah, I really want to see that actually. And. The first episode is a little over an hour. It's like 67 minutes, I think. And I watched it, and I, and I thought it was good. I thought it was a good first episode. My only problem, but again, I expect it because it is Disney, is th like the beginning, like the first maybe 10 minutes or so, they're like, oh, Walt Disney had a vision to come up with a theme park. But the county, right. but the city executive said no. And Walt would keep fighting and keep fighting. And I'm like, okay, we know. You're just pushing the guy down our throat to make him look like the hero. You know? Right. But what I found interesting, because I don't want to spoil too much, because this it is good to watch, is not only do they use voice clips from Disney himself mm. but they actually were able to interview some of the people that were around when they started working on Disneyland mm. and they even had one guy who helped work on the Matterhorn I, I think that's how it's did I say that right Matterhorn Matterhorn yeah, that's right yeah so they had him like the guy who designed it go to the actual ride and he ended up autograph or he ended up writing his name inside, you know, where like the machines are and it was really cool. And like, it was like each little part made sense watching it. And how many episodes is this uh, slated for? That's a good question. Can't say. I don't think it's going to be that many because the next episode is going to be about Disney World, and I think right. they're also going to mention Disney Tokyo. Maybe it's one. Yeah, maybe it's one per park. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, could be. Uh, yeah. I. What would you give it out of ten? I'd give it a solid eight. Solid eight. Okay. I saw High School Musical, the musical, oh, the TV show. <laughs> yeah, I know. If if you really want to make a complicated television show title, call it that. Uh, it's that's not it's even the end of it. High... It's right. actually called High School the Musical, the musical, the series. Right. 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 And and what it is about is about the drama teacher that uh, finds out that. Uh, actor, literal uh, high school musical. They have never had a performance of high school musical, so she wants to 
set up high school musical in the place where high school musical was filmed to make it even more difficult. That's so meta. Uh, well, I, I, yeah, almost, I almost vomited just now. Oh my gosh. And it's, it is the worst. It sounds pretty bad. Fro? I think we lost Fro. I think we lost Fro. <laughs> well, maybe he'll be back in a second. Uh, other shows that came out, The Mandalorian, Lady and the Tramp, uh, The World According to Jeff Goldblum, which we talked about a second ago. Yeah. Forky asks a question. I don't know. Yeah, I was wondering about that. It, How did that sneak by? I don't know, but it's called Forky Asks a Question, and then it's got a picture of obviously what the main character is, and it's a spork, not a fork. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> You, you gotta, if you didn't see Toy Story 4. I'll, oh, I'll, right, Forky. Okay, I, I remember the commercial now. Yeah. yeah. Trash, trash. Uh, Fro, you're back. But, uh, I just, uh, we totally yeah, lost just you. Yeah. To correct, uh, just to correct you, Lady and the Tramp was not a, a, a television series, but actually a, a movie, look. Uh, I was just going over the new originals, so... Oh, okay. okay. That's what we're talking about. All the new stuff. Anything new uh, we're talking about right now? Uh, yeah, I also watched Lady and the Tramp. Uh, it, it was definitely not as bad as I thought it would be. Uh, it is very clearly that they have made this for Disney Plus money. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's it, it isn't a, as great a spectacle as a remake of uh, The Lion King or, uh, for example, Aladdin would be. Uh, but I, I, I thoroughly like this version. I think the worst uh, part of this is maybe... Uh, this is tonight, da, 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 that classic scene. Right. Uh, you remember the waiter and the uh, thing Chef? being very fat? fat? Yeah. yeah, being extremely overweight. Yeah. He's very thin and very, like, scruffy. Well, and apparently then... apparently Italians have gone on a diet over the last 60 years, so... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I would give it a, a 5 out of 5. I also saw the Christmas movie Noel. Oh yeah, that did look good. It isn't. Um, it is about uh, Noel, the daughter of Santa uh, Claus. Uh, look, uh, that has a brother that has gotten the inheritance of uh, being Santa Claus because it goes down in in family uh, line, uh, but he sucks as Santa Claus. And that is what the movie is about. And then he tries to escape the North Pole because he sucks at Santa. And she has to save Christmas. Everybody knows you become Santa Claus when Santa falls off the roof. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, let's talk about the biggest thing that I think maybe the most people have signed in to see is The Mandalorian. Did you see this, Bill? No, I haven't had a chance, but I know a friend of mine, uh, her <laughs> mom actually watched it, and she enjoyed it. I'm going yeah. to bring up something right here before you even get into the show, Fro, uh, because you said this is probably why most people are watching this. Let's go into how many subscribers there were in the first day. 10 million subscribers in the first day. The app has been downloaded 3.2 million times. 
reported by Aptopia, which, sure, mm-hmm. I know, I've never heard of that before, but I trust them 100%, even though I've never heard of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my guess here, if you go into the actual, if you go back to the main page, you go start free trial, seven-day free trial, right? I'm assuming cancel before the seven days, you get it for free. How many people do you think are Star Wars Star Wars fans that are just going to binge this in two days and then cancel the service? Well, the problem with that is that they're going to give this one in one episode a week. Oh, really? Is they're that how it is? To, yeah, they're not going to do the Netflix thing. Oh, that could be a huge drawback for them. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Is that for they, all their shows? They, I think so. Yes. Yeah. And they also said that they will run uh, uh, limited uh, commercials. With the things that you have watched on, on there, have you seen any commercials? No, I didn't I didn't see one yesterday. But that's something I talked uh, about in the past when Fro was saying how much this was going to cost and how cheap it was for six ninety nine, And I was saying... Uh, what, four months ago, five months ago, Fro, right? Saying, well, they're not saying Mm -hmm. anything about commercials on here, whether it's going to be commercial-free or or it's going to have commercials. And I always assumed it was going to, and especially for, like, the $6.99 version. It has to, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I... Uh, they, they said that it is to get their old stuff back, that they run, run it to gather money for their old stuff back. Mm-hmm. But I, I think what does that mean? Uh, Old stuff that, back. I don't understand. Well, uh, there there's things that they still don't own that is under the the, the Disney banner. Oh right. Uh, there there's there's things that they like the they, they still don't. Right. Well, well, uh, the Simpsons is a bad bad example. But for example, uh, uh, uh. uh what was that TV show uh, called with uh, that almost uh, McGuire? Uh, the girl? No? McGuire? Oh, Lizzie McGuire? Lizzie McGuire, thank you. Uh, they don't have Lizzie McGuire on there because I think somebody else owns the TV rights to that. So that's what I meant with Limited, that they want to buy things back. How would they not own something that was on uh, Disney Kids or whatever it is, or on the Disney Channel? Well, it's not there. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. It's not there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, The Mandalorian, uh, episode one. Uh, Let me just say that I really, 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 really didn't care about this before I, I w- went into this. I have absolutely no feelings about the... Uh, I think the original three Star Wars movies are totally okay. I'm not a big fan. My favorite movie of all the Star Wars movies, Rogue One, that's saying something about me. I think the middle ones are abysmal, and I think the new ones are even worse. So that is my feelings about... Star Wars going into uh, um, um, a TV show called Mandalorian. But fucking hell, this was good. This really surprised me. This is this reminds me very of a, a Western kind of uh, TV show because 
what I like the least about this show is all the references to things I don't know about in the Star Wars universe. But I'm very happy to report that they don't rely on that too much. And this is a very, very smart and intelligent TV show about a, a bounty hunter. And that that is what it is. It's a Western bounty hunter show. I would give the first episode an 8 out of 10. I loved it. I'm definitely going to check it out. And I don't recommend it to Luke because uh, he will... Yeah, he will not like it. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's like it's like saying he, 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 will, he will not like... Uh, 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 high School Musical, the musical, the musical, the TV series. I, I don't no. think it's like that at all. I don't mind Star Wars. It's just the oversaturation of things like Star Wars and superhero movies that at this right. point, uh, I feel like it's not. It's not worth. Like it's not. It's not special anymore. When you oversaturate something, mm. it becomes not special. And to me, making another Star Wars show is just like whoop de doo! Congratulations. <laughs> You really, really went out on a limb to make another Star Wars show. I'm sure nobody's gonna. You, you have a chance of nobody watching that. Yeah, it's not. It's just not. Um, there's no risk to it. It just doesn't feel special, like I said. So none of this stuff does. I don't care about a single new thing on this network. I, like, there's not a single show that I go. Hmm. I really wish I could get Disney Plus so I can see that. Not a single one. So I mean, and. Most of the stuff they're saying there's seven thousand TV shows, five hundred uh, movies, which is impressive, right? But a lot of it's old stuff that I've either yeah. already seen or had a chance to see and didn't want to see in the first place, right? Um, in in the way that WWE Network is mostly just all old stuff. Once you watch the old stuff, the only thing people are paying for the WWE Network is so they can get the pay-per-views. So eventually, with this Disney Plus thing, once people realize that most of the stuff on there is old, once they get through the new stuff and they're done with that, what's the reason to stick around? There's no pay-per-views. There might be new shows that come out here and there, but uh, this is going to fall off in, in, inevitably. And when it comes to old shows, Fro sent us an article about something going on with their old shows. Why don't you go into that IGN article, Fro? Or do you want me to? Or did we lose Fro again? I don't know. Fro, did we lose? I think we may have lost Fro again. And this is getting kind of ridiculous. Uh, Disney Plus Sorry. offer. I am having very problems with uh, my connectivity. I'm extremely sorry. Is it your mic <laughs> or is it Skype? Uh, it, it, it is my mic. Okay. Uh, Disney Plus offers warnings over outdated cultural depictions in their classic films. Uh, Disney Plus is officially out in the wild now, and while it, it features a ton of new movies and shows, uh, some of the older content is coming with an outdated cultural depictions warning, uh, first noted by a Twitter users and reported by Mashable, uh, 1941 Dumbo, The Aristocrats, The Jungle Book, and 1955 animated version of Lady and the Tramp all f feature the same outdated cultural depictions warning. And we see it here. Mm -hmm. It just says it may contain outdated cultural depictions. That's their, That's the whole uh, warning, I guess. Yeah, that's all it is. I think, I think it's smart 
in a, in, a, in a way because they they want to take uh, uh, like a, a case against it but sometimes it's also like draws a line of what is cultural outdated what what is outdated right and like I, w- I want to jump on the Aristocats actually about that because the only thing with that where you know the whole culturally depicted is they have an Asian cat in the movie right in, in uh, right. Scat Cat's band mm-hmm. he's only in like two or three scenes the whole movie and he's not even a main character he's more like a supporting character right well so are the two cats in cats Lady and the Tramp right. right and I think that that was the reason they gave for Lady and the Tramp as well as the two Siamese cats who are in what, like, one scene where they sing, yeah. and then you never yeah. see them again? Um, whereas, whereas, like, with Dumbo, obviously that's about the crows, and they're in, I think, uh, not a good bit, but it's a, it's a sizable amount. And then with Jungle Book, it's like a whole scene with King Louie. Well, I would also yeah. argue the thing you were saying before could be considered uh, cultural, culturally inappropriate with the fat, uh, Italian chef, but I mean, at, at the same time, go to any pizzeria and look at the sign, and there's a big f- <laughs> fat Italian chef. Right. So, like, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they point out in this article, actually, where is it? Uh, uh, the so- song of the South uh, has per- been perhaps criticized the most. Uh, this is uh, it remains absent from the service. So I, right. now, if now I've told. Luke and Fro, that I was going to buy that DVD. This was like, what, about a month ago? I did buy the DVD. And I'm about halfway through that movie. Okay. And to be honest, I, I guess I'm a little confused at where the racist parts are. It's the part where the guy's super happy, but he's a slave. (laughs) <laughs> I'm the happy slave. I'm super happy to be a slave. <laughs> I'm going to sing with the birds. That's the problem. If there's a real problem, it's that bear. That bear is so high, or at least that's what I'm depicting him to be, is like he's very high on drugs. <laughs> but, like, but, 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 but to the movie, like, I, I watched, like I said, about half of it, and there's like an actual story to this movie. Than all that people mm-hmm. don't talk about. Like, this boy is so heartbroken that his dad has to go back to Atlanta, leaving him and his mom there, that he tries to run away. And and then he meets up with Uncle Remus, and, you know, that's where the story really begins. And, like, I haven't finished it yet. I, I will, I think, the first of all, the animation is fantastic. The, the animation is just fantastically drawn but other than that i sort of don't see much of where a problem would be mm. maybe i have to rewatch it a second time to see it i think that's I that that it, what i said is supposed to be the problem so i mean you could look over it because you don't notice that this guy it happens to be a slave and happens to be super like you would assume a slave would it depicted in a movie would not be super happy and upbeat. That's that's where it, it's depicting slaves that like slaves enjoyed 
being slaves. Yeah, I, right. I, but yeah, I can see your point. Is there is there anything that you really miss that you have come over that they don't have on there? On Disney Plus? Yeah. Or you mean? Do you mean anything that's missing from? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because yeah. you said came, when you came that... over from somewhere you know, else, right? They have a lot of Muppet stuff, or not? Well, yeah, they have a good amount up. <laughs> I'd like to see the original Muppet Show back up. To be honest, yeah, they own it now. Yeah, so. I'd, I'd like to see that, and then because they have the money. I know this will never happen, but I'm going to beg for it anyway. Bring back the original Muppet Babies. <laughs> yes, there's Holy stock footage in there, but you probably owned all the stock footage that was on that show. Yeah, uh, yeah at this point, I at least I, most of it. I think I saw one episode of it. But let's get into one of the aspects. Uh, what are they going to do with Hulu? This is this is kind of uh, interesting because they bought bought Hulu. What are they going to do with Hulu? Look, uh, Disney will move all FX content to Hulu in March of 2020. Hulu will be the exclusive place to stream FX shows, and the content will be branded FX as well uh, as FX on Hulu. Sorry, so Hulu is going to be basically an FX app. So things like Always Sunny in Philadelphia, American Horror Story, Archer, Atlanta, these kind of shows. Um, it says here, new episodes of X FX shows will hit Hulu the day after they air on television. Which it was if you had Hulu and it was shows would show up like the day after. So they had the time for people to watch it on DVR for, you know, um, uh, actual television ratings, which nobody really cares about anymore. And Hulu uh, says they will have... A library of more, the, more than 40 FX shows. So uh, FX is actually canceling their app just so, and then moving everything to Hulu. So FX is just going to be on Hulu. It's not going to have its own app anymore. Mm -hmm. So basically Hulu is becoming the FX app is what's happening. Are you a little surprised that uh, uh, Disney wants to brand themselves with uh, content that isn't PG? What, on the Disney Plus app? No, on the Disney Plus app, everything is PG. Right, but like but, I said, uh, everything we, on the Hulu app is going to be branded as FX, not branded as Disney, or right. Hulu even. It's going to be branded as, yeah. as FX. So, But, but my, my question is, people know that uh, Disney owns uh, Hulu now. Uh, I think less their... people know that than you think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Mm. I, I think I, I was, yeah. Come on. I was gonna say. I think with Hulu, what they're gonna do is they're gonna put the PG thirteen movies and R rated movies on Hulu, so that way you know, like, you have to have Hulu if you want to see certain movies that Twentieth Century Fox used to have. Right. One of the things that uh, uh, interests me, at least, is that. Uh, uh, I think Deadpool is also under that umbrella, and I know that uh, they had had a, a PG cut. Is Deadpool two on Disney Plus? Uh, 
Not that I saw. No. It's probably not yet. It probably will be, you know, in the beginning of next year. They're probably waiting till the end of the year because that movie just, are, just came out this year. So they're probably waiting for the year to go by so that they... There's probably rights agreements and things like that involving uh, stores where they sell it. You, you can't give out the give out the movie for free while we're still selling it on DVD for mm-hmm. places like Walmart and Target. They probably have deals with those kind of places fro so that they can't put it up yet. Does that make sense? Right. Right. But then again, I I saw they were launching with Dumbo. Dumbo is pretty new. Uh, but maybe it has more to do. That... It has more to do with the deals they've made with other places. So maybe they didn't make the same deals with Dumbo that they made with, uh, you know, superhero movies or this or that. Um, it does say here, uh, who uh, Disney is branding Hulu as as for more of its grown up content uh, separate from the kids friendly Disney Plus. So yeah, that, I mean that's their plan is to kind of brand this as where they're going to put everything that isn't uh isn't kid friendly enough to be on Disney. They want to be Disney Plus they want to be where you can sit your kid down in front of it and not have to worry about anything. Uh just turning on automatically. Mm-hmm. Uh kind of like how the people are worried about YouTube kids, right? Um which make comes to my other point that I was going to make, which is uh kids content on this channel it, it's saying everything is kid-friendly, but we see things like Star Wars on here with people getting shot and everything else. Is that 100% kid-friendly, Star Wars? The Simpsons movie is on there. Right. And that's not kid-friendly. No, I remember the kid the, that movie. It definitely wasn't. It's, I mean, yeah. But, um, yeah. but one of the things that uh, is interesting uh, that I have heard is that they have their own also Criterion channel where you can watch a lot of extra uh, things on it. Is that well, right? I haven't, I haven't heard about that. Yeah, you uh, you got us. You should have posted something up. Uh-huh. We would have been able to find out about it. Yeah. No, no, no. I just heard it on on, on somebody. What do you think about, about the Simpsons and uh, Star Wars being kid friendly? From no, it's not kid friendly at all. Right. I mean, Rogue One is is fifteen, I think, and I I don't think it's PG at all. Right. So the idea of them putting uh, kid friendly stuff on there and putting stuff that's I guess maybe they're just thinking PG thirteen and uh, maybe Disney Plus is like PG thirteen, which I guess I could see those being that, right. but not PG. But this also comes to another thing with the Hulu merger. Uh, that I don't, I've talked to Fro about last week, but we haven't talked to Bill about. Bill, do you fear that that this is going to create maybe five years down the line a streaming service monopoly where Disney just buys up all the streaming services and we don't have anywhere to go for a streaming service that isn't owned by Disney? There's a good possibility of that happening. Um, I think it'll depend on how other you know streaming services like netflix do over these next five years because if if netflix and i'll I'll use netflix as the example if they don't counter react to what disney plus has they're going to be gone within Mm. a few years and they did something today that 
I think was a good move to counteract Disney Plus. And what's that? Uh, well, they have. I'm actually surprised you guys didn't know about this. They announced today that they are teaming up with Nickelodeon to produce original shows and films. Really? Oh, well, uh, I mean, they they just made a Rocco's Modern Life movie and right. uh, Invader Zim, which it's those are both Nickelodeon, yeah. so yeah. So, and I was thinking about that last night when I was going to sleep, like, okay, there's gotta be, there's gotta be some way if Netflix is going to compete, you know, try to keep their viewers. And the only thing I could think of was you got to get Nickelodeon because, um, Fro, I know we talked when South Park signed with HBO Max for mm -hmm. their streaming service that they're going to have a lot of like Warner Brother movies and other studio related stuff on there. Netflix had to counteract. And this is the best possible way to do it. Right. And, think, and just I, not having I commercials. I think is a big thing. Being able yeah, to advertise, hey, that, everybody else has commercials. We don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're, you know, the same, almost the same price, but you don't have to sit through some crappy uh, commercial for cell phone or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. But I, I, I kind of agree with something that uh, Luke said in the beginning. I think... My biggest problem with this is not their enormous uh, uh, library, because we 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 can we can all say that that uh, that library is extremely big, but it's finding that new thing that will bite, and finding that new thing that you want uh, to see on the channel. Mm -hmm. uh, getting getting uh, uh, people like Luke interested in Disney Plus. I I I I want to wrap up with what what would make you interested in watching or su subscribing to Disney Plus, Luke. I said this last week. I'm already subscribed to Hulu. I'm already subscribed to Netflix. I already have Amazon Prime, which is a you know has a video service. I have so much content. I don't need a bunch of old Disney content, and the new stuff there's, uh, the new stuff there right now doesn't interest me. So the thing that would have to happen is for a show to come there that uh, I can't get anywhere else that I have that I really, really, really want to watch. But one show on a service is not going to make me pay twelve. I'm not paying twelve, thirteen dollar, whatever, even seven dollars a month to watch one show. Does that make sense? Right. So they're going to have to do oh, yeah. a lot and bring in a lot of new content in for me to be interested. Yeah, I totally agree with you. It's it's the new show revenue. I think I think uh, you have a very big thing with uh, Disney will be super popular in the beginning because people will want to watch old stuff. Maybe they want to see some episodes of The Mandalorian to see if they like that, but when they have done with that, there is not that much new things on Disney Plus that 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 are uh, interesting for a lot of people. It's very narrow, uh, narrow-minded into special geekdom. For example, like Star Wars or Marvel and things like that. I think that's their biggest problem. Do you agree with that, Bill? Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. 
Um, I think what basically what Disney Plus is going to be is this. You're going to look at it in a couple ways. One, the parents are going to get it for the kids. That's mm. a group in itself right there. Right. Families. Yeah. Families. Yeah. Then you have another group that are going to watch for the old stuff, the old shows, the old movies, which is probably where I would fall in, is that group. And then you're going to have those that are going to watch only for stuff like Star Wars and Simpsons because there's nowhere else you're going to see it. Right, okay. Mm-mm. So if you fall into one of those three groups, then it's worth getting. Otherwise, I, I'd i say keep your money. Save your $7 a month or $70 a year. So... Mm-mm. Yeah, uh, hey, uh, when we don't talk about Disney, uh, Bill, you and me, we talk about wrestling and South Park. Yes, we do. Um, we Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. Fro and I were currently into season 23. Uh, you guys are going to be able to hear this Friday our thoughts on the brand new episode, Board Girl. <sighs> Which is an interesting title, but I think I know what it's going to be about. It looks like it's going to be about mm. board games, so that'll be fun. Good. And then there is That Wrestling Show, the only podcast where all pro wrestling matters. Uh, we are, and I checked this out yesterday, Fro, we are in the top 200 in the United States on the iTunes chart in the wrestling department. So nice. we must be doing something good. Um, this week we are going to review Full Gear, and uh, I'm just going to say it now. Maybe the best show of the year. Maybe. Was there? Was there a pay per view this week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm joking. There was a lot of purists very upset about that main event, but other other than that, I, it was amazing. Well, I really liked the main I, I event. Give my thoughts on that on Friday. So. Right. Exactly. Okay, thank you so much for joining us, talking all about Disney+. Plus. Thank you for having me. Bye, Bill. Bye, guys. Moving around, Luke. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog uh, is uh, out with a new trailer that is not going to terrify me in the sleep. Uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like they figured out what they're doing this time. If the problem was the animation with Sonic before, everybody had a huge problem because it didn't any- look anything like Sonic and was terrifying looking. Uh, it didn't really look like it. It didn't look like a human. It didn't look like a hedgehog. didn't look like Sonic. Uh, and this time they made it look like the video game character. So, I mean, I'm happy with it. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, uh, Jim Carrey over uh, playing things uh, is... Uh... Something we haven't seen since Ace uh, Ventura or uh, The Mask. So that makes me extremely happy to see him going back to his uh, comedy roots, so to say. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, hopefully it's good and not terrible. It could still be terrible, but the trailer makes it look a lot better than the first trailer did. We'll say that. Do you know what else was terrible? Uh, Because it totally was terrible. It was so incredibly bad. Uh, the Breaking Bad movie. Uh, well, not according to us, but uh, according to BBC. Uh, that's right. It says uh, BBC wrote an article called uh, Breaking Bad is a Colossal Waste of Time. And it reads, 
Uh, did we need more Breaking Bad? Given some distance on it, the sheer level of fever, uh, fervor uh, for the Dusty Drugs drama once inspired uh, has now come to, to seem like some something of a fever dream. Casually returning to some old episodes on Netflix, it's difficult to remember quite why collectively we were so overawed by the curdled, curdled buddy antics of rogue chemistry teacher and his former pupil. Uh, turn crystal meth dealers, entertaining them progressively more harrowing uh, as they were, already too, it feels, uh, of its era, as one of the pillars of the so-called anti-hero age, when moral dubious men did very bad things in a confusingly alluring style. Mm. So they're saying that these this is this is an old way of thinking of a hero, like this is this. Uh, this is the stone cold version of a TV show hero where Walter White and Jesse Pinkman are bad guys, but this person says it doesn't hold up in this day and age. I don't agree to that at all. I think Breaking Bad uh, is going to be a, one of those classic shows you can see in 20 years and it would still be as important to watch them as it was back there uh, when it started but, but but that's my personal <laughs> my personal opinion right um this person seriously has some kind of weird just uh notion that now the way we think about things now has changed so much that everything that's old is automatically no longer good right so okay i think that's yeah. where the this kind of thing is coming from and I mean, it even says six years from its end, the TV Zetkeis has decidedly moved to Killing Eve and Fleabag Russian Doll uh, to anti-heroines, less ambiguously uh, awful men, and more sophisticated comedy-drama hybrids. So they're saying if it's an anti-heroine, it's uh, okay, but awful men right. who are anti-heroes, that's no longer acceptable. So this is clearly coming from a Me Too perspective as well. Yeah, I was uh, just going to say, I think he drank a little too much. Me too. Hey, look, we're going to play a very super fast game. Uh, last Christmas, Doctor Sleep, Midway, or Playing With Fire. Which movie do you think I've seen this week? Well, I gotta think it's uh, Doctor uh, Sleep. Well, you could be 100% correct. It is the audio trader for last Christmas. Look, okay, it's not my fault. Yeah. I bet nothing's ever your fault, is it, darling? Okay. Got kicked out of her house, obviously. Mm -hmm. Because uh, she came uh, back from uh, the winter after killing dragons. What? Jesus. Where'd you come from? Well, what are you looking at? Might be a falcon. Oh, damn it. Uh, I think you just pooed in your eye. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's good looking. What is? Why would you Why would you say that to somebody? <laughs> You've missed five doctor's appointments. There's lots to get pooed in the eye. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's a general. Alcohol? You know, four-leaf clovers, horseshoes, getting poop in your eye. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you so much for your time. Let's go, <laughs> 
Have you heard this movie before? This music? Are elves always so cynical? Yes, relentlessly. These are dark times. I'm Tom. Dark times are coming. Oh my god. Here we are. This is the bit where you murder me. So what is it that you do? I sing. Oh, it's amazing. So this movie is just them walking a lot on, on the street. So far. See, they're still walking yeah. on the street. They're not really yeah. going anywhere. They're just walking down the street. No, I volunteered. <laughs> Why didn't you just get same tattooed on your forehead? More walking Does down the street. Looks... Yeah. Does this look like the most generic uh, Christmas movie ever, or does this look like the most generic Christmas movie ever? I think I've seen this movie every year for my entire life. This same <laughs> Christmas romance comedy kind of thing. Yeah. Christmas rom-com, I guess you say. And why is it always based in England? I have no idea. It is, though. It, or at least it's always a British guy, even if it's not. The love interest is always a British guy. Oh, boy, why? She could sing. I guess because she's singing in the street. Now she's... He's like, oh, boy, panhandling. Accidentally, I might add. It wasn't accidental. Oh no! Three quarters of the way through the movie, they turn. He. Oh great! The classic go to an ice skating rink on Christmas for a date. It's never been done before. Never. Oh how wacky! Oh, it's so mad wacky. They're so cute and wacky. wacky, wacky. Okay, okay. So, uh, what is this uh, Oscar-nominated movie all about, Luke? Uh, nothing seems to go right for young Kate, a frustrated Londoner who works as an elf in a year-round Christmas shop, but things seem to take take a turn for the better when she meets Tom, a handsome charmer who seems too good to be true. 51% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 51% on Metacritic, 86% of Google users liked it. Directed by Paul Feig, actually. Yeah, uh, guess what? I will go first for once. Uh, yeah, no, this was a splendid movie, and I could not recommend it more. <laughs> no, no. Uh, all jokes aside, uh, yeah, no, I saw. I I have this movie guy that I used to see every movie with, and um, uh, uh Will you guess how many women to men ratio there was in this uh, movie? Uh, I would say 80% women, probably. Yeah, oh, at least. Uh, and will you guess their age? Oh, I don't even know. 50 plus. Okay. Yeah. Very uh, female and very, like, uh, yeah, and I got, I got free tickets to this as well because, god damn, I did not want to watch this movie. Uh, but uh, it's uh, one of the most generic, generic uh, movies I have ever seen. It's so Christmas generic. And if you have seen any other British uh, like fall in love uh, story on the movies. It's uh, it's just that it follows the same formula over and over again. There's 
no originality. But then again, it's not as bad as the fanatic with John Travolta, so it's not on that part of bad level. But uh, and I think maybe uh, Mrs. Uh, Dragon is the best thing about the movie. So I give it a four out of ten. All right, uh, I got some reviews from the Facebook. Uh, Luis George says, "You'll laugh, you'll cry, but definitely a must-see movie of the year." I love the unexpected twist and such a powerful message. Loved it, not to mention all the great music by George Michael. Okay. Mm. Uh, Debbie Conway says, I love a good movie, unpredictable Christmas movie. Saw the last, saw this last night. The This decade's love, actually. Emma Thompson, Emma Thompson <laughs> co-wrote and co-stars in it. See it with your besties. And then okay. Susanna... Oh. M. Reagan says, let's be honest, it's not romance like the previews try to say. It's definitely for a girl's night out, though. Uh, not for kids, and mostly a definite George Michaels tribute. <laughs> so true. I, I, I have a tendency to believe that uh, when it's just positive reviews that it's fake, but you, you say they have taken not taken away like people... Uh, spamming them with to uh, look here for free movies and things like that so it doesn't look like it's controlled sure here's one uh, negative one DT Ferguson says terrible movie poor acting overacted on Amelia's part and a waste of Henry Golden's talents Uh, absolutely no chemistry between the two leads so there was Mm. some negative ones on there Uh, yeah let's see what else is coming out uh, last weekend, Dr. Sleep, I'll start with. Uh, struggling with alcoholism, Danny Torrance remains traumatized by the sinister events that occurred at the Overlook Hotel when he was a child. Soon, his hope for a peaceful existence becomes shattered when he meets Abra, a teen who shares his extrasensory gift of the shine. Uh, 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 76% on Rotten Tomatoes, 60% on Metacritic, directed by Mike Flanagan, and starring Ewan McGregor. Ah, also coming out this week is Midway, uh, directed by the very famous director that hasn't made anything good since 94, uh, Roland and Emmerich, uh, with uh, people like Luke Evans, Patrick Wilson, Woody Harrelson. And believe it or not, Jack Jonas from the Jonas Brothers is in this movie. Uh, six out, uh, six point nine out of ten on IMDb, forty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and forty-eight on Metacritic. On December seventh, nineteen forty-one, Japanese force launched a devastating attack on Pearl Harbor. The U.S. naval base in Hawaii. Six months later, the Battle of Midway commenced on June 4, 1942, as the Japanese Navy once again plans to strike against American ship in the Pacific. For the next three days, the U.S. Navy and a squad of brave fighters pilots engage the enemy in one of the most important and decisive battles of World War what is it about Hollywood where they have to take uh, young singers and like it's like 
if you're young and you could sing, you can also act. It's just a fact of yeah. life. Uh, it's like and 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 why is it always all in war movies? Because last time it was uh, the Nolan film uh, uh, about war as well. I mean, there's a lot of examples that aren't war movies that you could give of uh, singers right. who they were like, oh, you can act like Justin Timberlake is a good example. <laughs> other things, right. like other singers. I mean, just look at Glitter. Obviously, that didn't go all that well. Oh, uh, amazing. I, yeah. There's just something weird. They're like, it's almost like uh, uh, Token can play the drums in South Park. It's like they're like, oh, you yeah, yeah. you can sing? Oh, you can act. You, you're already an actor. What are you talking about? Um, right. uh, Playing With Fire came out also the last weekend when a straight-laced fire superintendent, Jake Carson, and his elite team of firefighters comes to the rescue of three siblings. They quick, quickly realize that no amount of training could, could, prepare, could prepare them for their most challenging job yet, babysitting. Uh, 4.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 22% on Rotten Tomatoes, 23% on Fandango. Uh, directed by Andy Fickman, which I almost read as Frickman, which would have been funny. Starring John Cena. Oh, does it? Because I've heard that you can't see him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this uh, gives you some movies in the movie bets, Luke. That's right. So let's see what... Uh, oh, we'll start with Last Christmas, I guess, since we did that first. Uh, 11.4 million in the opening weekend. Uh, Midway uh, did 17.8, so almost 18 million, actually, because it's like 17.89. Uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Sleep did 14.1 so, Dr. Sleep did worse than Last Christmas. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I, I'm shocked by that, yeah. Uh, and Playing With Fire did 12.7 million. Mm. So, not, so no real contenders there. Your, yeah, so your winner from the bracket is Terminator Dark Fate, right? Right, with 29 million, so. Mm-hmm. And we will see if my very independent movie, Frozen 2, can beat 29 million. Right, and that comes out uh, not this weekend, but next weekend, so. Yeah, uh, in, in in the middle we will have a Charlotte's Angels I have never ever heard about. Did you know there's a Charlotte's Angels too, Look, I learned that today. That's because I told you there was a Charlie's Angels too. I can't. Pl- I can't believe you never remembered it. It was. It was a ridiculous, horrible. I mean, the first one was bad, but the second one was even worse. I need to see it now. It's almost like I. I want to see it. It's like when I wanted to see Dolomite. It's my name, and I wanted to see the Dolomite movies. Hey, do you have anything to plug? Uh, AudibleTrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Go get a free trial and a free book. Cancel your 30-day trial at any time and keep the free book. And it still helps us out uh, from Audible. Mm. So, uh, what did you see on the internet this week, Luke, other than Box Mac that you always send me? Uh, I don't always send it to you. They have they have an episode every week. You'd be getting a message of that every week if I send it to you every week. Uh, let's see. What it else happened? very good. This was a very, very funny episode, though. And it was... Uh, they 
did it twice because they released it on Sunday and it was a, a junt edit where John edited the episode and the one I sent you was the secondary edit that was edited by Frankie. So that, that was, if you're an, a movie edit, into movie editing and things like that, it's funny to watch both of them. Um, right. Uh, let's see what else happened. YouTube went kind of nuts with their policies. They're changing their policy for January. Uh, it has some very weird contingencies of how they can, or who and how they can um, boot people's channels. And a lot of it has to do with how much, how monetizable your channel is to them. Um, seemingly getting rid of the idea of YouTube, where you anybody can just go on YouTube. Now it's like you have to be monetizable for your channel to be on there is what it's sounding like from the new uh, documents that are going out. YouTube even sent us at another digital citizen uh, something about their new policies, and we don't even have a YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, check us out on YouTube, and if you find any YouTube videos with us in it, please tell us, because we don't really know about it. Yeah, if <laughs> I, I'd looked before the show just to check because they sent us the thing, right. but I think it's because we have a Gmail account, and so Gmail is connected to YouTube, and so they this week there were some big problems with people getting their... YouTube account canceled, and in turn, their Gmail account gets canceled uh, for uh, different things, but there was one incident about uh, spamming emojis, which was total bullshit, and the problem with getting your Gmail account uh, canceled because you something happened on YouTube is that people use their Gmail accounts for, like, their job, out, like, in the regular world, or, like getting in touch with right. family that live across the country or in different parts of the world or whatever, like family, friends, business. If you get your Gmail account uh, deleted for something that has nothing to do with it, that's very weird. Mm -hmm. uh, also this week, there was a very little fight in Los Angeles between Logan Paul and KSI. Do you know who won, by the way? Like KSI... One, I guess, yeah. is what I heard. Um, I didn't really, I didn't watch it. I just, I saw some co commentary oh. videos about it afterwards. Uh, mostly talking about the pre-fight interviews and stuff like that, which are always very funny. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can give two shits about it. I, I didn't see it at all. Uh, KSI won uh, by two points or something. I think it was I, one I, point, I actually. I think it was like 49 to 50 or something or like 45 to 55, something like that. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I do know that, like, the British YouTube community were very happy. Like, some of the more... Some of the British YouTube YouTubers I follow, uh, they were really more happy about it because they, it, they're they backing their guy, you know? It was almost like right. a British YouTube versus American YouTube thing. So, yeah, not as much interest for sure as the first fight. Did you see this uh, guy on YouTube uh, hiring an Ed Sheeran uh, lookalike and totally fooling everybody? Oh, no, I did not see this. He got into the fight <laughs> pretending to be Ed Sheeran? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and into an off-departure and everything. Uh, it's uh, by a guy called John Peters. Uh, on YouTube, the YouTube is called I Tricked the World with a Fake Ed Sharon at uh, KSI versus Logan Paul. Check that video out. It, it is extremely funny. 
Yeah, some fake you, fake funny content on on his website. You know what we forgot to do, Fro? The movie round. No. Really? Yeah, well, let's just do it right now. Uh, I saw some movies this week. Uh, one called <clears throat> Third Eye Spies, <laughs> which was I don't. How did okay. we miss the movie round? I don't know how we did that. We talked about. I guess because we talked about uh, El Camino and everything. It threw us off, but right. yeah, uh, right. I saw Third Eye Spies, which was a movie about the CIA using people with ESP uh, and telekinesis. It's about the CIA's background in using people with psychokinetic powers to mm. spy on other countries, and uh, them being worried about other countries spying us on us using psychics and things like that. Super interesting, uh, as far as, like, the content goes. The documentary, though, really iffy as far as production value. It felt very, I don't know, made-on-movie-maker kind of thing. But the content, if you want to, just something interesting, very interesting to watch as far as the content goes. I give it a five. It's right in the middle. Like, the content puts it up there, but the actual quality of the documentary kind of lowers it. So, yeah... Uh, anything else movie-wise you saw? Yeah, I saw uh, with my dad. I uh, saw on Netflix Molly's Game, a movie that I have uh, not seen yet about <laughs> this. Uh, and this is a real story about the ex-ski uh, jump uh, guy, girl that uh, uh, rigs one of the biggest like poker game games in Los Angeles history and her like uh, uh, travel or, around that world. It's it was super interesting, and I actually give the nine out of ten. Uh, the only other movie I saw was something called Illuminated, which was actually another documentary. And uh, it's Illuminated, obviously, it's about the Illuminati, right? So I was like, oh, cool, a movie about the Illuminati. I like conspiracy theories and things like that. This is going to be awesome. But this was actually more about the actual real... It was a documentary about the real uh, Boravian? Why can't I not say it? Uh, Sure. uh, Right. uh, From uh, Boravia? Why can I not say the word? Uh, It's about the original, like, old, actual Illuminati, not the conspiracy theory of the Illuminati. So I was a little disappointed, but overall better quality documentary than third eye spies still gonna give this one a uh, five i saw angel has fallen the last movie in the fallen uh trilogy right okay uh, uh this is a very action action movie with a lot of action action scenes with uh a lot of action action actors playing their action action scenes uh I liked I liked it, uh, approximately more than everybody else because I liked to turn my brain off and just enjoy it kind of things in movies like that. But I will give it a six. It it, it isn't the best movie you will ever see. Okay, <laughs> that was all the movies I saw. Did you see any others? Nope. All right. Uh, next week, Luke. Uh, you have convinced me that we're going to watch Dollface Episode 1 review 
Because uh, me and Luke, uh, we watched the trailer, and the trailer, w- in my eyes, looked awful. Looked, 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 looked interesting, but we'll give it I wouldn't a say interesting. I'd say it had potential, but uh, we'll give it a chance. If it's really bad, yep. at least it'll be fun to make fun of. So. True. Uh, then we will talk about uh, Charlie's Angels on another digital review. The last one was with uh, Lucy Liu uh, and uh, Drew Barrymore and who? Who was the third one again? Uh, right. Uh, I can't remember. Cameron Diaz. There right. you go. Cameron Diaz. There is it. Fantastic movie. Uh, but yeah, our main topic. Look, what is our main topic? Uh, our top five best. Uh, or worst animals, like our most liked, disliked animals, is probably a better way to put it. Mm-hmm. And it's just according to us. Well, yeah, our personal opinion of animals that we like, dislike, uh, specific, maybe specifically ones we ha- have, uh, we, it might be ones we've had contact with, it might not be ones we've had contact with, but I was figuring more ones that are alive, not dinosaurs. Do you agree agree to that? Yeah, I I, I, I though the dodo is uh, super cool. Uh, it's not allowed on the list. Sure, right, right. I like dodos though. They cool story. Read the last dodo. Very funny book. Uh, look, what are two news items? Uh, three news items we will talk about next week. Uh. Blenders, uh, rock people, and uh, uh, something to do with uh, two tutus. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter, heaters, and something to do with Germany's uh, relationship with the Pope. Okay. Anything else we need to talk about? I mean, I will definitely next week in the news. We'll definitely be talking about the impeachment and inquiry. That's definitely going to happen. We'll yeah. probably talk about Hillary hinting at getting into the race again because that happened just today. So we might talk about that next week. Uh, other than that, I think I think, we're, I think that's it. Yeah, we will definitely talk about the debate next week because it is going to happen next week. All right, we'll do a debate preview because it's going to happen the same day we do the actual show. And then the week after that, we'll definitely do a whole breakdown of the debate. So, yeah, there's a lot of big stuff coming up in the news uh, pretty soon. Okay, Uh, what's your name? My name is Luke. My name is Fro. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Citizen.